Hello, and welcome to the Ringgold Band podcast series, Sustaining an American Music Tradition. My name is Cindy Miller-Rungst, the president of the band, and today we are bringing to you part three of our mini-series on recording a Monroe Allhouse march, The Penn Wheelman. Monroe Allhouse was a Berks County composer. He was a former conductor of the Ringgold Band. He is known as Berks County's March King. He was also a a very good friend of John Philip Sousa. So today we're going to listen to Dave Klein talk about how he became inspired to do this project, and you'll also hear about the Penn Wheelman Bicycle Club that was um, very active in Reading in the mid-1800s. So without any further ado, um, please listen to Dave Klein. Contacted Jim and I asked Jim, uh, please, would you consider letting us come in and videotape and audio tape a performance, a practice, a rehearsal session of the Penn Wheelman March. Would you consider digging that out of mothball somewhere? Could you even find a copy? And Jim said, Dave, we just played that. Honestly, we, <laughs> yes. we're actually rehearsed on it. This is amazing. Yeah, come on out next Monday night. And so the idea of that was because I'm going to put that up on video now and I'm going to share that with the world. We have a Reading 120 Facebook page which is just go on Facebook and type in there Reading 120. And that's the page you go to for day-to-day news and updates and historic tidbits and and why this is so important to the community and and how having a a race, a world-class UCI-sanctioned race, which is the same sanctioning body for the Tour de France, it's the same governing body that we had to go to get our license from. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're based in Switzerland. That's where we got our license. Oh, my goodness. This is a big-time thing. So having that here in our community helps with tourism to attract eyes and ears to Reading and Berks County. Because um, competitors will be coming from all over the world. That's right. Competitors are coming from all over the world. And we're going to make sure that we include a lot of video and audio that shows off our community. So on that Facebook page, you will see videos that we've been taking. You'll be seeing drone shots of the pagoda and the course. You'll be seeing still photography. You're going to be hearing interviews from various sources of different people, whether they're on the radio or you know wherever they come in from. And you're also going to now, thanks to the good, kind nature of the Ringgold Band, oh. <laughs> you're going to be able to listen to and watch the historic Penn Wheelman March. And I will put a description of why that's being included in this so that the world knows that Reading was also once home to our own March King, right? That's that's a, right. A he was. Of John Philip Sousa. He was. He was a friend and contemporary, and um, we begin all of our concerts with the Monroe All House March. Right. So we look at the Reading 120 and all that we have to offer as a very powerful form of community development and community engagement, and that's most important. I just posted something on our Facebook page. Every day there's one or two posts on there. So if you really like the news of this, you can get all the oh, scoop. In there. Oh, I will. Right. So. Uh, the other day, what I posted was we had this core organizing group. It's a couple of us guys and a couple of gals, you know, and uh, we're basically the folks that are getting together, organizing and doing all the outreach and everything that needs to be done. And what I was explaining is something I've explained my entire life about bicycling to people, that it's not frivolous. It seems frivolous when a middle-aged guy comes and says, oh, bike racing, you got to have a bike race. Got to give us money to sponsor a bike race. And they look at you like, huh? Because let's, let's face it, we're in America. It's not stick and ball. It's not, you know, it's not any right. kind of stuff that Americans are used to. But we had it before Europe had it. It was huge here in the United States. Huge, huge, huge. Major league. So what we say is we, we tell people all of the things that we've learned along the way. For example, I have a lot of contemporaries now who are 
would be categorized as millennials due to their age. So the millennials that I'm working with, what they want out of life is not necessarily the biggest paycheck, although I suppose that's not bad. They want a quality of life. They want a place that's like in Reading. They want to see Reading get more green, more user-friendly, more uh, proud of its natural resources and promote those natural resources. Uh, have a downtown Penn Street Farmer's Market, which we now have again. Yes, we uh, Have a community where you can commute on a bicycle, not because it's frivolous or not because it's cool, but because it's a really inexpensive way to get to point A to point B. That also, by the way, at the same time promotes wellness and healthy living. Yes. Now, at the same time, our own Greater Reading Visitors Bureau – about two and a half years ago now, did a very extensive survey about what Reading needed to do to re-energize itself. That word I stumbled over earlier. Re-energize itself. <laughs> and basically, yeah, they talked to a lot of community leaders. At the end of that survey, the results came back, and to sum it up, the results said, look, what you got to do is you got to see who you are and take advantage of your natural resources. You have a beautiful community. You have something like 80,000 acres of farmland preserved, which is number two in the entire nation, by the way. Number two in the entire oh nation, Berks County. You have this beautiful architecture in the city that hasn't been destroyed in many places. You have this unbelievable Mount Penn with this windy switchback Dorier Drive that's three miles from the start down in City Park all the way up till you get to the pagoda and onto the summit at the William Penn Memorial Fire Tower. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a world-class climb. That's a world-class climb. Like these guys that race in the Tour de France, they climb in the Alps several miles, and it's dramatic because there's no trees up above the tree line. Right. Ours is a little less known because the trees kind of cover it, but... Let me tell you, ride a bicycle up there. It's no oh, easier. I don't. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> and and uh, the racers in the Reading 120 will be going out. Oh, I think it's 90 miles in the countryside. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, till they're all said and done before their final laps in the hub at Reading City Park, and they're going to climb Mount Penn four or five times by the time the race is over. So, and there's a points line at the very summit up at the fire tower, and we'll have like the race within a race for the king of the mountain. So while all this is going on, we're constantly through the website, which is Reading120.com and the Facebook page, pumping information out the world. We're showing the world. We're engaging the world. And hopefully we're teaching ourselves that we can hold our head high. This is one thing without question we can lay a claim to fame to and we can we can recapture this. And we've been asked to recapture this by surveys and, and things like this. You know, That's so right. All of our political leadership that we've engaged has been – Fabulous! They've been phenomenal to work with. All three of our county commissioners, uh, Pennsylvania State Senator Judy Schwank, Mark Rossi, uh, his uh, his aide, uh, Chad Schlanger, all of these people have been excellent. They've been go, go, go. How can we help pave the way? What can we do? Uh, let us know. We want this in our community. We want to be proud of our community. So that's what we're doing. Well, and we are thrilled that yeah. you came to us so uh, that we can be at least a very small part of it. It's a big because part. we are part of the part of this Berks County history and, and tradition also. Your starting in eighteen fifty two. That's right. That, it's about the same time. Right back to the same birthing time, right there, pre like right in the Civil War era. You're yes. right there. And I know the story of Ringle Bay. I right? know you that's did. another story for another time. But, <laughs> but you know, I mean that's exactly right. You know, so you came up through this, you were in that heyday when people would come to a place like that. By the way, newspaper reports by the thousands. Yes, in oh, Reading we City do. We do. We have we have documentation and and pictures from the Reading Eagle and and articles about ten thousand people in Charles Evans Cemetery. Yes. So if anything, part of my role is to help knit this all together so people understand it and see the continuity. And 
all the things like you know that might seem like separate interests on this thread or that thread or this timeline. But when you start weaving them together and you start to recreate the past, and you realize that the past could even be stronger now because we still have excellent musicians. Yeah. <laughs> we still have amazing bike races. Mount Penn didn't disappear. No, it ain't that, gonna anytime soon, right? Right. Will the river? So we've got all those resources: beautiful farmland, barns with hex signs on them. You know, cities, uh, buildings with beautiful and ornate. Uh, you know, just. Uh, Cement work and just just iron lattice work and it's just uh, we've got it we just got to flaunt it <laughs> right and we're fortunate also that we have people like you that are energized you know, by I'm this project and... small wheel in the cob small <laughs> oh, wheel in the cob well Dave thank you so well, much you. for coming out thank this you. was a, a, a thrill to to talk to you and and uh, with the recording project both the video will be friending the Reading 120 Facebook page mm-hmm. yes. and yeah. Um, yeah. following what's going on yes and if I had my closely. way and if I was like a guy that had like unlimited dollars I'd have you guys playing there. And someday that's my dream, to have the Ringgold Band play there, if not this year, in a future year, find funding to have the Ringgold Band play there, play the Penn Wheel in March before the race begins, and then play our national anthem. And before that, maybe some of the anthems of, uh, snippets of the anthems from visiting athletes from around the world. Right. And we could even do... um, Like a medley or something. We could do a medley, but we could also provide the audience that comes there with some entertainment from music of the time period when the pen wheelmen were very popular. That's that's that that would be a dream come true. Let's make that happen now. Okay, okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dave. What a great experience. We really hope that you, our listeners, have enjoyed this process of um, talking to Dave Klein, who had an idea and an inspiration to uh, bring alive some history from Reading, Pennsylvania, about the Penwheelman Bicycle Club and how he had the idea to incorporate. Uh, Monroe Allhouse's March, the Penn Wheelman, and how um, the band decided to record it. And so it can be presented at this bicycle race in Reading on September 20th. So um, we, like I said, we hope you have enjoyed it. We have um, had such a great time working with Dave Klein, who um, is truly inspirational. So until next time, please check us out at our website, www.com 
www.ringoldband.com. This is Cindy Miller-Angst signing off on Till We Meet Again. <laughs>